Hey, hey, good morning, MVSers. Hey, so quick little intro to this episode. Um, well, it, it's an episode. <laughs> so it starts off, um, starts off kind of odd because without uh, like a greeting, because right before we started, Jonathan said something kind of hilarious, and I wanted to keep that in there. Um, sneak peek, it's about Dove dove droppings. So it's kind of funny, and it, it pertains to uh, the verse we're doing. So yeah, I just want to say good morning. I hope you guys are all doing well. Um, I kind of mentioned this a little bit at the end of the video, but for this, uh, this is our last kind of, well, I shouldn't say live because we're not like doing them live, but we come in in the morning for a time of prayer. And then after we pray for about an hour, uh, we record the podcast. And so this week, what we've been doing is we kind of had them all set up for the week and then we get our scriptures and stuff together. We're working on having, you know, more of a variety show with segments and stuff, which this week we kind of just hit the ground running. Um, so we'll hopefully incorporate more of that in next week. But we start off. Um, yeah. And then we just record it and we post it live. So it's like recorded that morning for that day. Tomorrow is Friday. Fridays, we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, Fridays are going to be like pre-recorded either conversations or interviews on just like a generic topic. So this week, it won't seem like too much of a difference. But starting hopefully next week, when we start really adding all the segments and everything, you'll notice a pretty big difference. And so that's why if you're like, oh, whoa, what happened? On, and when you get to a Friday episode, um, that's what that's going to be. So this week is uh, Jonathan and I about a week or a week and a half ago recorded uh, an episode about prayer and worship and, and how to you know be able to pray longer and read your Bible longer and worship longer and meditate on the Lord and all that kind of good stuff. So it's going to be this Friday. Next Friday, uh, unless something changes, is going to be an interview I did with Cody, who grew up here at the church. His dad was the pastor at one point for a long time. Um, he is, or he was a youth leader for, he went through youth and then he was a youth leader. And he was an intern with, with Jonathan for a while um, over the summer. And he now is the kids, I don't know his actual title. I think it's like kids director, kids leader, kids something. He runs the kids ministries basically. Uh, and so next Friday will be an interview with him uh, about various topics. Um, he he spoke for us last Thursday, so there's a little bit of talking about kind of like what he was going to discuss. There's his history and his background. If you want to learn more about him, uh, and then we we talk about just you know being 19 and being in church, but not really caring that much about church stuff. Um, and then we talk some about uh, college. We also talk a little bit about kids, kind of, you know, what it's like working with kids. Then we jump into college. So for those of you who are in high school, um, even junior high, it'll give you a good little insight because he talks about when he was 19 and in a youth group and didn't really care that much or before 19, actually, because 19 is where it kind of changed for him. Uh, so it's gonna be a great episode. So check those out. If you haven't already, uh, subscribe to this podcast. Don't don't just uh, don't just listen to it, but actually click subscribe. And if you would, it would mean the world to me if you would actually leave a review, uh, depending on where you are, if they allow reviews. So like if you're on iTunes, I know definitely does reviews. Give us, you know, five star, hopefully, or whatever star you think it deserves. But, you know, hopefully it's five star. And then leave a little bit of a review. Give it a little what's up. Um, we'd really appreciate it. And it helps our podcast to kind of come up in searches better. All right. Let's jump into this interview. Or not interview. Let's jump into today's episode. And you know the thing is a cap of dove droppings. I have a dove, so mm -hmm. I know like they're kind of flowery. Like I could see why they would grind, grind it and maybe make 
Don't question it because it's it's pretty cowardly. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys hear that? He's talking about dove poop. We're gonna talk about dove poop today. With that, <laughs> that gave me the scripture verse. It wasn't me. On that note, let's jump into today's episode. What's our scripture for today? Are you, you got it on there? You're recording on there? No, I'm recording on there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to, every day's been a little different, trying up some new things. Yeah, 2 Kings 6, uh, verse 24. Do you want to read it? or do, You're kind of taking point on today's episode, so you want to read it? Um, you want me to read the whole thing? No, just whatever part you had kind of, you stuck out that you had highlighted. Okay. So and we, we'll all, have what's up, guys? We hey. Do our, hey, how are you? Welcome to MBS Daily. Hola! <laughs> if you're my people from back in Central California. Hola. 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 No, that's like more that. like, hola, I think is, I, like Hawaii. I, Hawaiian. it sounds Hawaiian or like, yeah, really heavy accent <laughs> where they actually, it's the J's, yeah. So I like it, hola. Um, yeah, so um, the scripture that Pastor Jared gave me. I, I just realized, I, I gotta just point out, I, I kind of just referred to myself as, as Hispanic and then I'm clearly not Hispanic. So by my people, I meant, cause I grew up in Central Valley and everyone I knew was Hispanic and I sometimes forgot that there was a difference between, uh, just, we were all just whatever. So like, I still, now that I live in different states, especially Virginia, which was um, different, um, I still, I, I feel like uh, that bond. So That's all awesome. my best friends are Hispanic. So I still think of myself as like, like, uh, what is the term? Um, honorary, you know, like you have like an honorary degree. You didn't actually go to the school and actually get the degree, but they give you an honorary degree. I feel like, cause all my friends, anyways, that's what I meant. I wasn't, if you're, if you're watching, now that we have video. Now we know Pastor Jared <laughs> is Spanish. Anything that you no, wanted to know. I can't. My anything that we don't understand about Pastor Jared, we now understand. It's my, I can't speak, well, like I can, I know, I, I can understand like basically what they're saying, but like I can't speak Spanish, so. Okay. Um, but it's funny because now I'm off on this thing. So we found, we were in Virginia for four years and the Mexican food was terrible because it wasn't like, I mean, we came from like Central California to where most of the people who were making the, the food had like only been in the country. Like they didn't, they didn't like we knew, like you, you went to the places where they didn't speak English, the menus were in Spanish. You, you know, like I, we learned all these little like back places. Like the really, we knew you were really getting good Mexican food is when you walked into like, it wasn't even a restaurant, it was a Mexican market. You had to walk like, what looked like into an employee section. You had to walk through the market to the back, and then there's like a little counter, and everything's in Spanish. You're like, this is gonna be some good <laughs> food. And you just had to, you know, order, and they didn't speak English, so you had to order. Kind of like the faux restaurant that we tried. Well, they spoke English, they just had, had, well, that one lady. Bit, yeah, the lady yeah. who was doing the, the billing did it. Um, and then, and then, so then we were in Virginia for like four years, and everything was like El Salvadorian food. It was good, but it wasn't like Mexican food, you know what I mean? And we finally found this place like 45 minutes away on the other side of the other side of town, if that makes sense. We finally found this place. I'm like, oh, it looks good. I think it's gonna be good. So I go in and while I'm in line, the guy in front of me, well, first off, the first sign that it was gonna be good is there was two types of people there. They were like, like the local Hispanics and construction workers. So I'm like, okay, sign one. This is probably, this is probably good Mexican food. <laughs> And then like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, I'm getting my hopes up. And then I'm in line and I can hear that the guy in front of me and, and not really the waitress, cause it's like, uh, you grab your food and go. The lady at the counter are making fun of me for being like, 
there's a dumb white guy in this store. So I'm like, oh, okay, it's gonna be good. Now I know it's, and it was amazing. It was like, it was like we traveled back home for, for a meal. Nice. So we would drive way across town. And it wasn't like a nice restaurant or anything we were going to. It was literally like a little hole in the wall. And so other people, like, like our pastor would drive way to the other side of town to go to this like nice like buffet and in a private, uh, so like there's private planes there and it's this nice place. We'd go over to this little Hispanics place and, and, and get some really good food. So all that said. He's Spanish, now we know. But I'm not really, but. <laughs> I told Brandy, I was like, if she, I was like, if you ever die, I'm, I'm marrying a Spanish, uh, Mexican woman. Like, oh my. It's like, <laughs> like, if I have to get remarried, cause she's like, yeah, you know, the kids are young. You need to get remarried if I die. And I was like, okay, but. Uh, she's gonna be Mexican, and she's. You guys, the conversations that you have when you're older. And if you're watching this, and I depend on where you are, you're like, isn't that offensive and racist to say Mexican? Isn't it Hispanic? Um, everyone I knew, I grew up with, they were like, "Where's this? I didn't grow up in Hispania. Where's Hispania? Like, I'm Mexican. I grew up in Mexico. So like, I'll use the term Mexican. But then when I was in Virginia, they're like, "Well, isn't that like racist?" And I was like, um. No, because where I when I grew up, if you said Hispanic, you got made fun of, like you were the gringo, like you know, like we're not Hispanic. They're, we don't we didn't grow up in Hispania, like we're Mexican. We grew up with, in Mexico, or so. Um, in case you're wondering about me being culturally insensitive, I say Mexican because it's, otherwise I would have been made fun of by all my friends. Why well, was neither one of. of us are racist? We promise, we really aren't. <laughs> all right, let's jump back into this because i tried to start <laughs> you tried to start you were doing so well and then i was like then i got homesick and i'm like let me talk about mexican food one of my favorite topics and the reason we're talking about mexican food is because we're about to read a story about how they had no food I yes guess that's why i guess or i just i think i just get homesick and i just and well honestly mexican food is one of my favorite topics so nice <laughs> I can talk about it forever. So next time when this whole thing is over and you want to travel back and try some genuine Mexican food, just take me with you because I want to try it too. That 3,500 miles is a little far for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go on that. Okay, so what's happening? We deserve this is, a week trip. There we go. Well, well, it would take us a week. We would have to drive there, eat, fly. turn around and drive back would be the whole week trip. <laughs> Okay, so what is, there's too much scripture here, really so you, I think you have one verse highlighted, and then we were going to just talk about the overall story, right? Yeah, I was thinking we could you know, do the opposite, like talk about the whole story really quickly so they get an idea okay. of and then what the story the is, and then there's a couple verses and a couple things that we really want to touch on. Yeah. I know, it's a really um, interesting story found in Second King. This starts in 624, but I think it's the whole chapter 7. Pretty sure it's the entire chapter 7. That the whole thing goes through and it's basically the story about a time when um samaria which is what the capital of judah i think right isn't samaria the capital of judah or israel it was one or the other but it was the capital of one of the two either the northern or southern kingdom i don't remember which um but it says and it happened after this that ben hadad king of syria gathered all his army and went up and besieged samaria and there was a great famine in Samaria, and indeed they besieged it until a donkey's head was sold for 80 shekels of silver and one-fourth of a cab of dove droppings for five shekels of silver. So they're literally eating dove's poop and donkey's heads, and they are yeah. extremely expensive. I was trying to find out last night how much a shekel was, and I was finding all these different things. I couldn't, like, 
verify how yeah, much is. the Old Testament. So I'm, I'm curious, but would would soup made out of donkey brains still be called menudo? <laughs> Sorry, that was just one more spec. All right, Jeff. <laughs> so I don't know. It, um, yeah, I was I was talking to him just before this about how I actually have a dove and I know what dove droppings look like and they're kind of. So you really have a dove? I really have. Like a dove. where? In your room? In my house. It's that's outside my room, but yeah, I've had a dove since I I wanted a dove when I was like, I want to say I was like five or six years old. I've had it for really like years since you were five or six. This you dove wanted is like a dove? twenty years old. The dove is twenty years old. <laughs> yeah. He's almost as old as I am. <laughs> I mean, I had birds growing up. They never lasted more than three no, months. No, seriously. I don't know how this dove has lasted so long. Has it moved recently? It, it does move. <laughs> I mean, it eats its food. It drinks its water. I That's take it crazy. Out. I've never I met... I don't even think it? I've ever seen a dove in real life. No, no. I've been at weddings where they've released doves. But other than that, I don't think I've ever seen it, even there seen There we go. That's why I've had the doves at my wedding. Right, you're way... You know, at, this, at, 20, <laughs> like at 20 years old, you might release it. It might just go... <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to do that. <laughs> it might just be like, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm not flying anywhere. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, the... the uh, the point being that they had like no food and what they had was disgusting and very expensive. Just trying to survive. Just trying to survive. And then there's this really, I don't know, I, I find the story to be very disturbing where they're basically eating their son and Children, they're fighting yeah. over it because they're so desperate and they're having a, uh, like a fight over whose son yeah. it really was. I don't like, I pretend that part of the Bible's not that. I know, it's, it's so <laughs> disturbing. I can't so, handle like no, bad things happening either. to kids. Seriously. And so, um, do you want to help me like paraphrase? Yeah, okay, so essentially <laughs> like, you know when you watch like a movie or like uh, a cartoon or something, you see like, it's normally like a medieval castle and then like the, the other army comes in and they like siege it, they surround it and they're like, or even like the first Star Wars movie, The Phantom Menace, like they have a blockade. It's this whole idea, it's a military thing, where if you can surround, like they, you may not be able to get into the city because they're fortified. Rather than like killing off half your army trying to get into the, the, the place, they'll just surround it and cut off all supplies in and out. So like you can't, and eventually they have to surrender because it's like, oh, we have no food left, we're dying, we have to surrender and hope we can, and that's the, essentially the situation to where They've been surrounded. There's no food coming in or out of the, of the castle, of the kingdom. Um, I know a good way to put it in perspective. So most of you probably watch Walking Dead. So Hilltop, you know that little city with the giant wall? Like most of their, like, uh, what were the, uh, I can't even think of the bad guy's names now. Uh, I know you guys. That's why I can't look to you for an answer. Um, but Negan's people, um, I guess just Negan, I think they just called We Are Negan or whatever. Like, they couldn't really, even with like machine guns and stuff, they couldn't really get into those walls. And so rather than, and if they try to fight it out, like they were gonna lose a lot of guys. And so what they, would be the easiest thing to do is just like, okay, we're going to set up our trucks and our guys um, around, around Hilltop and we're not gonna let any food or water get in or out. And eventually um, you guys are gonna starve to death and not have water. You don't have and, to do any fighting at all. Just yeah, and eventually you're literally gonna and... open up the doors to Hilltop, let us march in and take over. Because and you're yeah, because you're desperate and you're gonna just hope for mercy at that point yeah. because you're all gonna die painful, slow deaths anyways. So you're hoping, okay, you know, hoping they'll come in and you'll be, you'll, you'll there'll be a good peace treaty and you'll bring us food and you'll, we'll be your, su your subjects and your servants now 
but at least we're not gonna die. We're, we're tired of starving to death. And that's how bad it was. It was so bad that at one point there was a couple of lepers who were like, wait a minute. This is the point of the story. This is uh, the rest of the story. Yeah, actually. okay, go into it. Look, yeah, okay, I mean, not that you can't. Okay. I was just well, I was going to say that. This is the rest of the story. There's like these two lepers who are like, wait a minute. Like, we're literally going to die anyways. Like, we have a 100% chance. at the gate because they can't be in with the rest of the people because they're lepers. Yeah, and so. so they're basically, they're going to die. Their people are going to die. Yeah, and they're like. They do something about it. They're like, we're 100% going to die. So. Let's go into the, the enemy's camp. Literally walk up to the bad guys. It'd be like, hey, we're hungry. Um, can you help us? And it's like, at least we have a 50-50 chance. They're either one, gonna just like kill us immediately, which and is gonna be, be a lot better than, yeah, a lot better than sitting here and, and shriveling up from no food and dehydration and dying a terrible death of like incredible stomach cramps and pain, blah, 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 for days and I don't know how long it takes, but it sounds really bad way to die. Like, if I miss a couple meals, I'm like, you know, like, I'm I remember as a kid coming in from starving. playing, like, I'm starving to death. And my mom's like, oh, there's a salad. Day. I'm like, I don't want a salad. She's like, well, then you're not starving. Seriously, <laughs> we have food. You're just choosing not exactly. to Exactly. It's like, no, but I want you to make me good food. Uh, so they're like, let's go to the enemy's camp. They're either one, they're going to kill us instantly because they're going to be like, oh, you're lepers and you're the bad guy or the, the opposite team and kill us instantly, which is better than the way we're dying now. Or two, maybe they'll take mercy on us and like give us some food. And so they're like, let's literally just walk in and just roll the dice and take the 50-50 chance that they may just immediately kill us. Because literally, no matter what they do, I guess they technically could torture them or whatever, but that just wasn't likely to happen. Um, no one really wants to torture someone with leprosy. Like, <laughs> what are they going to do, get a long enough. stick and poke I them? Like, no, it's gonna... <laughs> so it's like, hey... Well, what happened? Well, so they walk into the camp and no one's there. Right? No one's there. No one's Not there. Everyone like freaked out and ran off, and I'll let you read read the scripture because I don't want to paraphrase that part because it's okay. um, yeah I just got I don't want to paraphrase that. like the miracle of God part. Um, so but, yeah, I'll start in chapter <clears throat> chapter seven verse five. It says, "And they rose at twilight to go to the camp of the Syrians, and when they had come to the outskirts of the Syrian camp, to their surprise, no one was there." For the Lord had caused the army of the Syrians to hear the voice of chariots and the noise of horses, the noise of a great army. So they said to one another, Look, the king of Israel has hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to attack us. Therefore they arose and fled at twilight and left the camp intact, their tents, their horses, and their donkeys, and they fled for their lives. And when these lepers came to the outskirts of the camp, they went into one tent and ate and drank and carried from it silver and golden clothing and went and hid them. Then they came back and entered another tent and carried some from there also and went and hid it. So they're just going there plundering. Mm -hmm. And then they finally decide, they're like, hey, we can't do this. The king ought to know that their enemy has been defeated. Mm -hmm. So they go and they tell the king and then the whole city runs out to plunder this. Yeah. So the enemies are all in camp and then they leave, right? Because they hear, they, 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 they think they hear this, hear this crazy army like oh and i like that the lepers are like oh the lord must have not or the king must have hired no no the lord made them hear a sound mm -hmm. and we know that they never found that out but yeah. we know that and so they take off and literally leave everything because you know again like if it will go back just for the reference because most of our students are probably watching walking dead it's super popular like if you're like 
chilling and, and and you think you're you know you're all good and all of a sudden a zombie giant zombie horde is coming you're not really worried about grabbing your extra ammo and grabbing your extra clothes and grabbing like extra food your you're just like running for your life and so that's essentially what they do and so when these guys walk up there's like everything and so at first they're like hey this is awesome and they start just they're basically hoarding they start grabbing stuff they're you know grabbing and just like yay we're saved and then and then the conscience kind of kicked. I don't even think it was a conscience. I think they just were like in shock of like, this is awesome. Yeah, sure, they're sure. probably starving. They were starving. So they're probably just eating, thinking this is awesome. Man, I have enough for the rest of my life. Actually, I have enough for like a lot. Actually, yeah, this, this is a lot of stuff. City. This is this for the is whole city. For a whole city. I mean, it was probably a whole city. Yeah, it probably went out and grabbed, yeah. And then the fact that the siege is over, like, now they can actually, like, you know, Go get, get food and supplies and, and all this kind of stuff. So, um, the, the moral of this thing is, um, to put it in perspective, all this, for one thing, the situation was much worse than anything that we're in. Like, not being able to find toilet paper for a, a few days, like, and having to go to, like, 12 stores or have a buddy get it for you because he works at a grocery store and knows when the shipment comes in, isn't nearly anywhere between, like, we're literally trying to figure out which of our kids we want to eat and like and like figuring out how to take like I'm, you said it's powdery so i'm wondering if they try to make bread out of that's it that's what i i mean that that's what i would think like or mixing it in as like a, a substitute or something you know i mean um, that, that would work something like yeah we have this tiny little bit of whatever let's mix in some dove droppings and, and make well, it last it longer it also depends on how much your dove poops yeah and like there might be more there might be more <laughs> So, point being, like, obviously, this was a much worse situation than anything we're in right now. But the idea that, um, how, like, God delivered them, right? And how, how faithful God was. And just with this whole whole time, this is why I tried to go in, in in my live stream yesterday, which our internet went out. That's what happened. Oh, is that yeah. what happened? Because yeah. I was trying to watch it, and it was saying broadcast interrupted. And I was yeah. hearing you say... And the church, the church, the church. I'm like, I don't want to hear the church. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear the rest of what he has to say. So I go to do it, like literally a couple of minutes before I go to do it, I go to look something up um, and it's like, you don't have internet. And I'm like, what's wrong? And so pastor's like trying to figure out the internet. So then I tether it to my phone. And then at some point it like, in hindsight, I probably should have just switched over to my phone. But at some point, I don't know, like. It, it, it must out. be like the words that you have to say where like every time you go to speak there's like some sort of technical difficulty it seems it, it, I don't know <laughs> I don't know so I was gonna I was uh, my whole thing was gonna go into this whole thing about like like perspective and and whatnot and um and just like being you know faithful God God being faithful and so this story when, when I was first putting all this stuff together um this story struck me because it was like Oh, okay, so we're in this time of fear and time of not knowing what's going on. Um, they clearly had it very bad. Like, it, it's hard to imagine. Like, honestly, at that point, like, death literally was better, a better option than continuing in the way they were doing to the point where they were, you know, killing their kids, killing each other, like, willing to give up their own life. Like, their life was literally worse than just dying. So that was, like, worst-case scenario. And then, you know, uh, then like we in the story, we see God deliver them. So how this idea of how we turning to God, trusting in God. And then I love the story of though, like how like the lepers like do the right thing. Like they could have literally become the wealthiest, well, some of the wealthiest people. They could be like, we have so much money. They could have gathered it all up. They could have gone off. They could have gone to the king and be like, we have, we'd like to have trade with you. We'd like to, you know, blah, blah, blah. They could have done whatever, but instead they're like, hey, king, they're stuck. Like, you know what I mean? Like they like did the right thing. They were, they were looking out for others other than just themselves. They could have easily been like, we're lepers. You know, we're cast out of the city. 
you know, like who cares about everyone else um, type thing, but they, they weren't, they like, you know, they did the right thing and they, they helped others out. And I just think that, um, I don't know, it's just, I think it's a sobering story that is, is one more perspective, historical perspective for us to keep in mind as and we're God going through And God literally turned them from extreme poverty to extremely abundant over, overnight. And that was mm -hmm. the word that the prophet gave. He's like, at this time tomorrow, you're going to be selling stuff for the regular price. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I just want to say really quickly that like my favorite verse in this, um, when one of the women comes to the king and she's like, help me. And the king says to her, he says, if the Lord does not help you, where can I find help for you? From the threshing floor or from the wine press? And then he <laughs> says, what's troubling you? So he's basically saying, I can't help you. There's no food. Mm -hmm. Like what else could I, what, how can I help God. you? And the thing is, I just think that's so cool. There's so many verses in the Bible that talk about the Lord being our help, especially in time of trouble. And so that is a very good question. If the Lord does not help you, where can I find help for you? It's only the Lord who can help. Mm -hmm. And he turned it around overnight. It was a incredible, incredible turnaround. Yeah. Yep. God. So basically the whole point of God can sustain us. God can protect us. God can turn things around in an instant and he can sustain us through it. Um, even in, in, in the hard times. So. Amen. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> because one thing we want to start doing, uh, I want to add to like a little segment to this is I want to do like a Q and a section. So if you guys have questions, um, it can be on anything. It can be like coronavirus related. It can just be on, but what I would really prefer it is just stuff you guys are going through. Just questions of like, I mean, when I grew up I, and, and youth, I had a ton of questions. And I had, I had a senior pastor that was, uh, I, I went to all the time. I mean, I, went, I had, I had a lot. I had my grandma was a great rooster. I went to my parents for stuff. Um, I was able to go to, most of the time my dad was like my parents were my youth pastor like you know probably 40 60 so like a lot of times it was then like especially in like those pivotal like my daughter's age right now like my dad was my youth pastor during that time and a lot of that time um but like i had a great senior pastor i'd go to and we'd have bible studies and afterwards we'd either go out to eat or hang out we could ask just lots of stuff like that and i remember like so much of what helped guide me was talking to someone asking a question and then, not that they would give me the end-all, be-all answer, but they would like reference something in the Bible, and I'd be like, no, I didn't know that was there. And I'd go study it, and then I'd be like, oh, that's the answer to what I've been looking for. Just I just didn't know it was there. there. Yeah. To hear you and that they care makes it easier to make a better decision. Because yeah. you know somebody's like watching over you, and they're going to help you make the right choice. Yeah, just someone who's been through life longer than you and has more experience. They can, you know, their stories can have, just like reading. So we've been going, this whole week we focused on other historical things that have of times of trial and how that puts our our stuff into perspective um same thing like if it's like i remember when i was like first felt like i needed to propose to brandy we need to get married i was struggling like how am i going to support a family like how do i all these kind of questions and i went and talked to a few and like they gave me some guidance they told me some of their own personal stories they gave me some examples in the bible um and it was really helpful and really was able to guide me like I mean I knew which way I because I, I'd heard from God where I needed to go but it kind of helped with some of the doubt build up my faith so we want to add like a kind of like a Q&A section where if you guys have questions um I just had a flashback to a guy I listened to it's like if you have questions or you've got questions and I've got answers it was this whole like with the music <laughs> if and you have it, a question he has the answer. No, 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 no 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 so but I do want to start doing a, a Q&A section where we can 
help answer your questions. It may just be that we're, you know, turning you to a portion of scripture that you didn't realize that'll help you. It could be just personal stories. It could just be advice from someone who is, um, well, most of you, depends on, you know, like your junior hires, someone who is like literally twice your age, and then someone who not quite twice your age, but also has a lot more life experience than you do. <laughs> and uh, can definitely quote more scripture than you can. Um, and so the, the ability to just have basically, um, you know, someone with a little more life experience, a little more biblical knowledge to be able to help guide and stuff if you have questions. Yeah, we know you have questions and you don't have to hold them inside and never ask. Because if you need help, we're here for you. We love you guys. Yeah, and sometimes and I'm always like, oh yeah, talk to your parents. And I know there's different situations. And then some situations are just hard to talk to your parents about. You know, it's like, especially if the issue is like with your parents. Like, I love my parents, they're great people, but like, I feel like they, they haven't recognized this one thing, this change, and, and so they're, th you know, like, there's just little things, like, I'm not even saying, you know, all the way from like, I don't have parents or good parents, to like, I have wonderful parents, I just feel like this one thing is hard to talk to them about, how should I approach it, or, you know, those kind of things, so, yeah, um, let us know, uh, feedback, you can, I guess the thing is, how do they send that to us, I guess, mess, the best way probably is to DM the Instagram account, so if you go to Instagram, because like nine out of 10 of you guys listening to this are on Instagram, you can just go and uh, send us a direct message. I mean, either to either one of us or um, probably the best bet, because I don't check mine every day, but I check the youth one multiple times a day. The best bet is probably to go to the uh, Mohawk Valley Students Instagram page and send a direct message. If you want to send it to either of us, fine. I'm just Jared Elrod on Instagram. What are you? John Dave. John Dave, 279. So you can search, you can follow both of us. It's kind of hard to remember. I, 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 that's why I had you say it and repeated like, it. Yeah, Jared Elrod. Like, you know his name. See, that's, name that's the like, great thing about being too. an early adopter. Because <laughs> I was on Instagram in 2009. You know what year Instagram was launched? 2009. So when I went on there and no one was using it, I was able to, like, put in my name. Yes, that username's available. Now people are like... Like smelly dog four one nine two six eight, because like all the good names are taken. <laughs> yeah, well, I used to have a different one and I changed it because I didn't like that one either. So, yeah, I like if I have an like an OG account, I'm just gonna stick with it because like students will be like, "How do you have your name?" I'll be like, "Cause I'm older than you are." <laughs> so that Two more life experience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you could also like depending on what you're listening on um i don't most of them are like it's hard to like leave your question as a review because it's it's kind of personal um but yeah i think the instagram is probably the best way um i mean most of them are only checking facebook like once every other month so that's not a good place so i guess we'll just stick with the instagram that's probably the best way for them to to get or hold text of us. us or you can text if us if you have our numbers yeah if you don't ask us for them because we'll give them to you i think most of them text us <laughs> for our numbers and we'll say, we'll text them back to you <laughs> all right guys uh that's it for today till tomorrow be blessed stay what is the term um social isolation oh, so, yeah, or what is it socially isolated yeah i think i, that's I, I thought it was something else social Social distance. Distance. distance Keep distance. your uh, be blessed. Keep stay your safe. Social stay so. <laughs> stay socially six distant. Feet six feet. Six feet away. Stay socially distant. Um, we're around each other so much that if either one of us gets it, the other one's gonna get it, no matter what. So, um, yeah, okay with that. yeah, it's just it's just not gonna. I, I mean, honestly, like if any of our main leadership gets it, we're all gonna because like we're all we've been here 
we've been putting, I, I mean, I, I, I keep saying 12 hour days, but I was counting yesterday. I was like, yesterday was a, a 14 and a half hour day. The day before that was a 14 hour day. Like we're around each other so much that like, we're all gonna get it. <laughs> we'll just have to like not go home at night to take it to our families. Like, oh, you've got, okay, you're, there's three couches in the youth barn. There's one over in the junior high room. in the church for two weeks. <laughs> you're isolated, you can't, you can't get out. So, all right guys, uh, be blessed, stay safe. And enjoy your social distancing <laughs> and we'll see you oh tomorrow tomorrow's episode is going to be we won't be doing it like meeting Live. to do it because um, I'm sleeping in tomorrow so I'm not getting up oh, until my. at least 730 so 730. Um, yeah that's sleeping in that's not sleeping in that's sleeping in sleeping in is like 9 no 9 10 11 is 9 or 10 like 9 is irresponsible <laughs> 10 and 11 <laughs> Is like you do drugs, like in my, or you're a college student. Uh, my dad or brainwashed you a me. Okay, job and you didn't get home until very late, and then you yeah, got home and you relaxed. I just, for a I while, can't so. just sleeping past eight thirty. Just feels like a moral failure to me. Like it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> the students watching are like, I literally just got up at twelve forty-five, got a bowl of cereal, and I'm listening to this. Like, what are you trying to say about my life? No judgment. It was just I was brainwashed by um, a, a very old school dad, and. And not only it didn't that, go but well. I mean, slept the, and... what's the saying? Um, early to bed, early to rise makes one no. happy, wealthy. His his saying was, "You're burning daylight." <laughs> that was my dad saying. <laughs> oh, you're oh, burning oh. daylight. He'd be out like if I slept in on Saturday, I'd I'd wake up to either him knocking on my window or the garden hose on my window. Yeah, seriously. And then he, and then I'd be like, "What the heck?" Or the lawnmower going outside. <laughs> well, see, no, the lawnmower because you can't legally do a lawnmower until like nine o'clock. By then he's put in three hours of yard work. So the lawnmower was more of like, he'll save that for me to do later on in the day. Like, so yeah, I can't tell you how jarring it is to be like, to wake up to the sound of water just hitting your window from like the garden hose. And you're like, and then you like look up and you see water on your window. Cause like your blinds are open. It's just weird. I'm like, what is happening right now? And then it's like, and then it's followed by like a knock on the window and you're burning daylight. So. <laughs> Uh, I'm, thank you, Dad, for emotionally scarring me for the rest of my life. Um, but it also has given me an advantage over everyone else in my generation. So, no, so sarcastically, thank you, and for real, thank you. <laughs> and now he is trying to get me to do the same. <laughs> I know, and I'm so condescending. Like, so, like yesterday, like we had uh, practice for tonight's live service. So I was like, so Jonathan, because he was, you know, he's. I've been making him come in like at seven. And I'm like, so you're coming back for practice? He's like, yeah. I was like, yeah. You probably need to go home and take a nap. And he's you like said something else too. I did see something. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna repeat that. That was a, a legit joke. It was a little bit offensive. Uh, that one was a complete. He basically joke. called me a baby. <laughs> I did. I did. Uh, but the nap part I was serious about. I was like, you probably should go home and rest a little bit to come back tonight. So, all right, guys, for the third or fourth time. Third time. See you tomorrow. We oh, what we're you. trying to say, we keep getting distracted. Is tomorrow's going to be a uh, discussion on worship and prayer? So. Uh, that we pre-recorded like a this week ago. This was before so. any of these season two podcasts too. So yeah. it's very timely and yeah. pretty cool. So enjoy that tomorrow and then we'll see you guys back on Monday. All right, have a blessed day. All right, you did it. You made it to the end. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We super greatly appreciate you guys. It's early. <laughs> it's the end of a long week. So my wittiness is levels a little down anyways if you got this far clearly well one you either just skip to the end to see you know just because which is okay that's weird 
Um, or you, you listen to the whole thing. If you listen to the whole thing, you, you probably enjoyed it at least somewhat because otherwise you would have stopped after a couple minutes. So if you are here, if you are hearing this, uh, please go to YouTube. Uh, we have a YouTube channel where we put out a lot of content. So please go to YouTube, search Youth Factor. should come up. If for some reason it doesn't, you can search Youth Factor Jared Elrod. But it should come up with Youth Factor. Subscribe to our page. Click the little bell there. Uh, if parents, if you're listening, kids call that ringing the bell. So ring the bell. It'll give you notifications. And then you'll get notified when our new content comes out. Watch a couple of videos. And students, I have a specific request for you. Um, take one of our, our pod, our vlogs. They're super short. The rule with our new vlog episodes are under five minutes. So our last one as of the time of recording this, uh, the, the one about the episode about starting a show, um, it was like three minutes and like 40 something seconds. So it's super short. I think the longest video we have is in the four minute and 50 second something range. Go to one of those vlog episodes and share it with someone, whether you text it to them, you, whatever it is, um, share it with one of your friends that you think will enjoy listening to it. So, all right, guys, we will see you tomorrow. As always, be blessed.